Judy, what are you drinking? I'm drinking um, tap water. Tap water? Just straight from the tap, like a savage. What do they leave out for Santa Claus on the, the NPR thing from SNL? Uh, tap water and rice because she has an excessive, <laughs> she has an excessive rat problem. <laughs> oh my God. If you save the world, we do it to the asshole. Anakin's been getting sloppy toppy from Pat for years. That's not it, Chief. I'm gonna shit on King Duck too. Welcome back to Disingenuous. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Skyler, I think you'll appreciate this the most. Is that I saw that? Um, I don't know if there's any factual evidence to back it up, but that Jim Carrey was being approached to reprise his role as the Riddler in the Flash movie with Michael Keaton. What? There can't be truth to that. There's no way. I heard he's going to be in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, somebody made a joke. There's been so many of those jokes. They were like, uh, shit, was it? David Spade's going to reprise his role of the llama in Spider-Man <laughs> There's like so many like new ones that pop up but because of the way they word it. You're like, for real? Oh, yeah. No, I did see like an Instagram post before that was breaking news of Tom Holland is going to have a cameo in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> At this point, that's pretty much what it'll be. <laughs> there's like, the gloves um, are off. Me and Chris talked about it, but there's way too much going on right now for that movie. You know what's weird? Just, I'm of like I love Toby, I love Garfield, but the one I'm excited for the most is Charlie Cox, or as I like to call it, Charlie, make my cocks hard. Mm, mm-hmm. You're not. <laughs> Did that one come through clearly? Unfortunately. <laughs> I guess I, I, I stalled recording. Go ahead. I was just going to ask if I was the only one who hasn't watched Daredevil. I've I haven't. I've been telling you this for five years that you definitely should because it is a great show. Honest it's, to God. It's, it's one of the best shows of all it's, time. It's prob- honestly, it's probably the best thing that associated with the MCU besides like maybe the main Avengers movies. I'm going to be honest with you guys. You tell me I should do a lot of things, and I really don't do any of them. You did watch Peanut Butter Falcon because of me, and you're welcome. Sure. That's not sure. That's a fact. That's a straight-up fact. You actually That's, did fact. That's factual? It's did, factual information. Did you watch The Mandalorian because of me, or just because you also like Star Wars? <laughs> I can't I haven't, remember. I haven't really watched The Mandalorian. Okay. I, I have a harder time getting on board with it. I, I don't think there's an easier, like, ex- more accessible show to get involved with in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Skyler. I feel like I also have really unpopular Star Wars opinions. You do, and you've said them before. I don't know that we need to hear them again. <laughs> no, 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 we don't. I don't like Rogue One. It's <laughs> not that you not. don't like Rogue One. It's that you think, what was it, The Rise of... Or no, The Last Jedi the third was one. Best. Oh, you thought Rise of Skywalker was even better. No. Yeah. No. No. I think Last Jedi is like my second or third favorite Star Wars film of all of them. After Return of the Jedi? It's my third, actually. Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, Last Jedi. Jedi is number one for you? Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I like that woods chase scene. 
doesn't take much to get me off play. As I slurp into the microphone. <laughs> As I slurp my beer. <laughs> doesn't take much. You are a gem of a person. Never change. I'm a real piece of shit. Is that coffee, Chris? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not much of a partier tonight. Aren't you off work you know- tomorrow? I am. Could you hear um, that? The mic didn't pick that up, did it? I think it did. My nose is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> I already stalled 30 minutes before hitting record. Should we go into what we're talking about? I didn't even get notified of what we're talking about today. I'm just going to let everyone know. I, To be honest, I just threw you in because it's... 2020 you should probably include women in things so love already won the token anyways uh, anyway (laughs) we got together virtually at 925 27 927 uh because uh it's not 930 it's 927 eastern standard time because uh a lot of news has happened the past couple days and uh we want to talk about it And, uh, <laughs> I, anyway, uh, so what's the news that dropped, Judy? I feel like you won't know. You just seem out of touch with anything. Chris, what's the news? Um, the news <laughs> is that uh, Marvel ain't fucking around. What was that? Yesterday, it was like every hour, a new person was like confirmed. I don't know. Grace Randolph was just like. Pfft. Confirmed, confirmed. I don't know how accurate all of that is, but I'm actually watching Spider-Man One right now in the background, and uh, Kirsten Dunst back in what is this O2? Mm. She slaps. She can get yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, does anyone love those pictures with her and fucking Jake Gyllenhaal where she's eating the salad? Wait, what? <laughs> just I haven't looking seen at her. Hold it. Put it on. Oh pull it up on your phone and hold it. To okay, the screen. okay. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, Any. <laughs> Anyways, um, evidently, you've got, let's just go through the list because it's going to get absurd. Evidently, you've got Kirsten Dunst. We'll start with the, we'll start with the ladies. Kirsten Dunst, um, Emma Stone, uh, Alfred Molina, Jamie Foxx, <laughs> um, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Charlie Cox, um, Benedict Cumberdoodle. Ben- Benedict Cumber. Uh, Chris Strange will be in it. <sighs> Flumber bitch, bumber batch. Um, and then uh, who else? Did they announce anybody? I mean, there's a, that's still a shit ton. Of, oh, I, Grace Randolph is trying to say Deadpool is going to make an appearance in it too today. I was like, Jesus. oh, Jesus, stop. Um, we we should create right here and now the disingenuous blacklist. And just put people and websites and other stuff on that list. I like it. So that we never mention it again because they're unreliable and or or annoying compared to our insider information. Aisha Curry, Chris. We don't claim to be insiders. Sorry. I said Aisha Curry. uh... Aisha Curry, definitely. Yeah. Um, Grace, Um, Grace Randolph. The um we got this covered dot com. Oh yeah, they're garbage. I saw something today from them that was uh gosh oh it was 
um, the next team of the Avengers in like Phase Four and Five or whatever will be led by Captain Marvel, and will have um, Florence Pugh's Black Widow and Spider Man and whatever. Like this was a published article that somebody wrote. Shoot me. That was sun. clearly just conjecture of like who's still in the movies. And like these websites publish these crappy ass articles just like stay alive and get hits and crap. And it's Did you click on it? No, I saw it on like Reddit or Twitter or something like that, thankfully. I didn't actually click on it. But oh, I'll, but You were I almost one tricked, of them. I get tricked sometimes because if you open up like Google on your phone, like just Google browser and it I only like, do brings that for up... one reason. Type in <laughs> type in the letter P. Yeah, <laughs> the letter O. And usually, I'm trying to find my step siblings. God. In the laundry. They're always stuck in the, in the fucking washer. They're always in the dryer. That or they're blackmailing me for sniffing their pa- underpants. Hey, wait. Can you see this? I've seen that before. Yeah. Wait. wait. What the fuck? Dude, she is like she is eating that salad. Why is she eating it like that? Are those sangrias? <laughs> this looks delicious. Fucking God damn. You know what I'll do? I'll put that picture whenever I post this episode. On Twitter, I'll put that picture up so people okay. know what we're talking about. Just Kirsten Dunst devouring a salad with Jake Gyllenhaal drinking sangrias. <laughs> That'll so be in the movie. That, that for all I know, that might be in the movie too. Actually, oh, two of them might be in. The the part where uh, Kirsten Dunst and what's his face were cooking in the kitchen. I need a reenactment of that mm, again. Of we demand all, it. Of all the bad scenes in that movie, that may be the worst one. Oh, I, okay. So I thought I thought I about hate this. it so much. I thought really. <laughs> I thought really hard about this. Like the scene where we introduce Tobey Maguire. They're they're walking down the street, and it's uh, Juan is there. And they do one of those things where Dr. Strange goes, is that everyone? And he goes, oh, you wanted more? And they're going to open the portal, and you're just going to hear, raindrops keep falling on my head. No, and I Toby comes out in his answer. glasses like a fuck. Oh, my God. And then he dies Bunny. immediately. I thought the smash. Oh, it's God damn. I don't think that you could um, make fun of his dancing, though, in this movie, because you know, the Spider-Verse already did it. It was way funnier than that. Mm. The better thing would be to have somebody else do the dance, like uh, Garfield or something. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Now take all this. <laughs> I'm just mad that they're fucking with the masterpiece in Spider-Man Three. If two of her graces doesn't appear, I'm fucking done though. People are just gonna that. fucking walk out like, oh fuck this shit. <laughs> Where's Dover? <laughs> He's the exact same person in everything he's ever been in. Even Interstellar. Yeah. Even Interstellar. Even Interstellar. He's just Eric Foreman. Yeah. By the way, he's in two of the Oceans movies. I kind of forget that he's in it yeah, as himself, being a dick. Mark, did anybody... Oh, he's playing poker, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Did and anybody... he messed up Rusty's hotel. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <gasps> sorry. Did anybody spoil Matt Damon being in Interstellar for you, or did that catch you off guard? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. I I had kind of forgotten about it by the time I was watching it, but I remember from like six years ago knowing that. 
I had no clue. I was like, is that fucking Matt Damon? What is he doing here? And by the way, what Are a you prick. Matt oh, he's an asshole now. He's oh, he's the worst. He's the villain of that movie. Don't Easily. make me leave, Murph. Some, some could argue. Don't let me leave, Murph. Michael Caine. Michael oh, Kine. he he's also a dick in that movie too. That movie's surprising with the people they turn into dicks. Even Murph, she grows a dick. It's crazy. What? Uh, anyways, uh, so back <laughs> onto this Marvel stuff here. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people in Spider-Man Three. Did you know all of this, Judy? Or did, have you been reading this, or are we filling you in right now? I don't understand how this got away from me, but no, I haven't. I haven't seen anything, okay. which is weird. So they confirmed yesterday that the guy who played Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2 is in this new Tom Holland one. I did see that. I did okay. see that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know about all of the other Spider-Men. Well, then <laughs> as the day went on, they were like, well, Mary Jane and Emma Stone are now signed on. And then today, someone captured a paparazzi, got a picture of Tobey Maguire heading to costume fitting. So it's pretty much like... Well, we already have a lockdown on J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. But he's bald. That could be alternate... Uh... Alternate, alternate. I, that's the thing is, I think all like here, somebody put up a picture of a bunch of tombstones and put the first exclusive look at Doc Ock, Gwen Stacy, and mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx in the new Spider-Man because they're all dead. <laughs> so they all have to be like alternate versions. Of well, here's here's what I don't understand about a live-action Spider-Verse doing it this way. If we're using like alternate realities, right, like a multiverse, why does Peter Parker look so different in all of them? Would someone yeah, explain that to me? And into the Spider-Verse, they all look the same. Like, Jake right. Johnson's Peter Parker just had, like, darker hair and was fucking fat. He's the same person. Right. Although, Spider-Pig looks a lot different than Peter B. Parker. And Spider-Noir. True. I don't think it's necessarily... I don't think it necessarily has to be the exact same appearance. I mean, they're going to do a uh, Flash movie where he meets... where Flash meets Michael Caine or Michael uh, Keaton's Batman, and he already knows Ben Affleck's Batman, and who knows, he can meet Robert Pattinson's Batman. Yeah, but but don't say that like that makes sense, and that that wasn't just something they threw at the wall and are trying to make it stick. I think if you you really think about multiverses, it's, it's something like, for the sake of the story, obviously they all turn out to be like Batman or Spider-Man or whatever, but in in each separate universe, there's like a f- a billion things that could go differently. So even like I don't know, it's like hard. It's hard to explain. I'm kind of just pulling this out of my ass, but it's like yeah, as are they. There, there's there's so many variations that are possible that to like create the story or to enjoy the movie, it doesn't really matter that much. I don't think. Like, we're seeing Tom Holland's Peter Parker as a teenager, like, hopefully, finally out of high school. But Toby, it's like, it's like I know they they look different because they're different actors, obviously, but it's like Into the Spider-Verse where, like, uh, Jake Johnson's Peter B. Parker was, like, a veteran Spider-Man who was, like, past his prime and all that stuff. So Toby Maguire is an older Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield is... A slightly younger Peter Parker, and then the Tom Holland is a, so they could technically all be like the same person, just different versions. 
I'm selling that. Okay. But it's so... like, but that gives you the opportunity <laughs> to be like, um, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy died in Amazing Spider-Man Two, but Spoilers. there's an alt, but there's an alternate universe where her and Ryan Gosling where, break up when he makes it big in Hollywood and she doesn't in musical form, and mm-hmm. then she becomes Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Well, I'm no, sorry. is it, I don't know. I don't know Spider Gwen's whole story, but isn't her story at least they somebody mentioned dies. it in Spider Verse where like instead of her dying, like Peter Parker is her like boyfriend and he dies and she's like she basically becomes Spider the Spider Man of that universe. So it's like roles it's like reverse roles. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. I don't know. All I know is uh-huh. is if you wanted to do a Spider Verse movie, my preference was that you made a Spider Man three grounded with Tom Holland, so I like actually finally like him. And then instead of making a another movie that's supposedly in the Spider Man continuity, just make an into the Spider Verse movie where there's no like main character, there's just a they're putting so many people in, like, that's, like, the joke about Tom Holland, like, oh, he's cameoing in Spider-Man 3. That's what it feels like. How are you going to have time for all these people? I, I kind of have a feeling that it's going to be the live-action Lion King or live-action Beauty and the Beast or whatever, and the cartoon was fine, and you can't recapture that, so why try? I think that the, the actual End of the Spider-Verse movie is going to be by far better than whatever they're going to put on screen in Spider-Man 3, even with, I mean, I'll be excited to see Tobey Maguire and stuff, obviously, but yeah, from like a movie-making standpoint, is it actually going to be a better story? You know what's going to happen, too, that's going to bum me out, is I prefer the, I'm a Raimi, like, I'm one of those annoying Raimi people, who every time I see one of the MCU Spider-Man, I'm like, Raimi Raimi ones are better. I do it every time. Um, My fear is that I see Spider-Man 3 and Tobey's in it. And every time Toby's not in it, I just want Toby in it. <laughs> and then when the movie's over and we're continuing on with Tom Holland's story, I'm like, well, can we go back to Toby in There's stories? a pretty big contingency of people who feel the same way for Andrew Garfield. I, in, it's in a fact, very small I, contingency. I don't know. I even like Andrew Garfield's a little better than the Tom Holland ones, too. And I'm also one of the few people that likes Amazing Spider-Man, too. Um. But, One thing you said, though, uh, Mark, that you have to remember is there's a big difference. Like, obviously, they're doing this just like because it'll make a billion dollars, right? To bring all these people back and like do a big crossover movie and whatever. Like, that's the main reason to do it. But there's a big difference between doing something that is like Into the Spider Verse, the animated movie, but not exactly the same, and then there's there's that and there's doing literally a shot for shot remake in cgi live action of the lion king which to me was an abomination of film that was literally a cash grab i never saw it judy i know you saw it i refuse to see it that's that's that wasn't that was an example where the animated movie was a huge hit and 25 years later they're like let's make the exact same goddamn movie with photorealistic animals there's, there's, yeah. I think there's, I li- it's literally sh- like basically a shot for shot remake of the same exact movie. That's the worst there's ticket I've ever bought, ever. There's a I difference is, between that and yeah, 
taking the concept of a multiverse and doing something different because you have the luxury of the Raimi movies and the Garfield movies to take characters from each one of the three franchises and do something different well, in the, alternate universes. The problem with continually rebooting franchises is that you get fresh faces, fresh actors, but they're not fresh stories. How many times are we going to do a multiverse? How many times are we going to do like the Venom and Symbiote, right? Like, I feel like there are so many other Spider-Man stories that they can do that have already been done. Do something new. Craven. That'd be it, cool. It, at least Far From Home was something new, but still. Um, but it's the, the same way with Batman. You know, everyone wants to see the Joker when the Batman I franchise could have so many other stories. They're already the talking way, about the Joker with the Robert Pattinson movies. And it's like, can I get the first movie that has like a new Riddler, a new Penguin, and a new Catwoman? Because I've seen the Joker like a thousand times. I don't care about him anymore. And going back it, to like, Lion, going back to Lion King, my biggest problem was that they didn't sex up Nala enough. <clears throat> like it, she's just, oh you know, oh, moderately no. attractive. Right. But no, I know what you're saying. And with the Joker stuff, I just, I've already like that's why I wanted the Batfleck movie because they had Deathstroke. Would have been like I've I haven't seen him in a movie. He seems, that would have been brand new. Also, like the Joker isn't can't like fucking beat up Batman. I want to watch him fight somebody. Like that's why like Bane was a fun third movie because they could like physically fight each other. Well, I saw a tweet the other day that was something along the lines of Batman is interesting without the Joker. The Joker is not interesting without Batman. I would agree with that. Yeah, for the most part. I know that you're a big fan of the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, Skylar. So I know that you'll probably dispute that, but I would agree with that. I like that movie, but I don't think you can do anything beyond that movie with him. I agree. I turned it off after like 25 minutes. I like it. It's like it, a one and done type of thing. I've I will never yeah, watch it again. I don't I think I'll ever it watch it again. Say I watched it. I watched it, but twice. like holy fuck! You have to be in a mood to watch that movie. I just like when he kills I never. That's the thing, though. What mood are you in to watch that fucking movie? It's like the, sitting down and being like, you know what? I'm going to watch Schindler's List tonight. That sounds like a good one. I guess, you know what? Actually, I probably would watch Schindler's List. I'm just saying. But like, no. It's a, it's, it, listen, it's all subjective. I liked it. It is what it is. But I, but, but I don't think you could do anything else with it. I mean, you, the, you're right about Joker. He's only interesting with Batman. Like... Keith Ledger's Joker was awesome, but if you take out Batman, it's like everything's just kind of pointless, and you're like, all right, where are we going with this? Um, and that's like Joaquin, you watch him slowly lose his mind, he does what he does, but what else are you going to do to show him just keep doing shit with his like mind gone? He needs other motivations. He's mm-hmm. another guy he wants to buttfuck, which is the whole Batman-Joker well, dynamic. And I... Not to say that I'm not excited about the Batman. I'm very excited about the new Robert Pattinson Batman, even with some repeat villains, because it feels like uh, Matt Reeves is pulling a lot of source material from stories that haven't been done yet. Well, I'm fine with repeat villains if they... Listen, I, I love Jim Carrey's Riddler for nostalgic reasons. It's Jim Carrey. You know, Chris, you know what I mean. Yeah. But... Uh, I mean, Matt Reeves is bringing back villains who weren't exactly, like, you know, 
you reboot Doc Ock, everyone would be like, well, Alfred Molina, those are big shoes to fill. Alfred Molina was amazing. You make a new Riddler, people are like, yeah, we probably could see a better Riddler. Or, I mean, the Penguin. Um, like, that's, they're, they're fresh takes on carriers that didn't exactly knock it out of the park, I guess, is what I'm saying. And it, it totally depends on the tone of the film. Because I really liked uh, Killian Murphy's Scarecrow. Would he have fit in with uh, Ben Affleck? Probably not. Because it's two totally different worlds. True. I'm sorry, can we go back to you saying that Danny DeVito did not absolutely kill it as the Penguin in Batman Returns? I'll be I honest, still have I, haven't, I haven't seen a lot of him because I was horrified to look at him. Yep, so, I could not. I, I had nightmares. I, I, yeah, no, he was fucking terrifying. So I don't want to say he didn't <laughs> kill it, but what I'm saying is like that was so long ago, and it's... Well, I've never understood people that have such a problem with new versions. Of, like, I... Like we were just talking, like we don't need another Joker so quickly because he's been over years. I agree with that, but I've never been like I, I don't understand why people get so upset about new versions of characters because, especially for these movies, they're based on comic books. There's a thousand different versions of the Joker, or the yeah, Riddler, but... or Batman in general. Like, I'd like when someone new takes the role on, it's like, okay, what can you do with it that I haven't seen seen yet? Like, I guess I'd like be upset it... about it. I like it to be a little more like James Bond. You let people have their run. You let it sit for a bit, and then you yeah. put a new one in. I don't like how they're like, "Well, we want to go in a different direction next year. Let's reboot him. Let's let's cast another person as this guy." Like, I want it to feel a little more. I actually have a question that might be related to that. Do you feel like some of these things Time's would be up. better off? Continue. I'm sorry. You're good. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Do you feel like some of these characters or like these requests that you have, it would better fit like a TV show? Like, I guess I feel like when I'm sitting here thinking about it, I would love to see all of these characters that I've, I don't know, because Mm -hmm. if you think about Batman, anyone that has been around TV would know, you know, Catwoman would know Riddler would know all of these people, but it's just like, okay, I've seen all these people. And I feel like we probably just talked about this, but I'd really like to kind of see weird shit that I, right. I wouldn't see before. I think it, that it seems maybe it might be a money thing where they're like, if we bring these names in Riddler, you choker, all those things, that'll make money. If we try to do it in, and do a random character, they're not. It's not going to make sense, or they we, won't me, know. Me and Chris talked about this because we were talking about if they did a bat a bat flex show with Zack Snyder. We kind of brought this up, and it might function better in a show style because, like you, because there was like it would be the first time you had a live action Batman show since Adam West. Yeah, but I think I think that contradicts Jude's point. Is we don't need another Batman version on. TV. I'd rather see, like we were talking about, the, the good thing that Marvel is doing right now is at least, I mean, COVID's kind of killed it right now, but they're at least they're trying to get the lesser known characters onto TV shows. So you have the Falcon and Winter Soldier coming up and uh, Hawkeye and all that other stuff. So it's like, that gives you a chance to like get a series about a character that normally wouldn't get a movie. That's why Daredevil is great because Daredevil, they're like, we're not going to do a movie of him, but we'll do a TV show. And then you spend more time with that character and you end up 
liking it more than if he's just in a, like a random ass movie that no one cares about. That's true. Like the shitty Ben Affleck one. Exactly. <laughs> Which I unapologetically loved in my youth. I don't know why. I, I feel a little bit like Batman is the exception to that because he has so many good villains. It's the rogues gallery that would make a TV show interesting and not the way that Gotham did it. No. Um, but if you had like a, a good live action Batman and you have villains like Clayface, I don't need two and a half hours with Clayface, but if you give me a 40 minute episode, it could be interesting. And well, plus he's a detective. You, that's it's, yeah. it's laid out to be. People our age, a lot of people that that really like Batman, not only from comics, like him from the animated TV show. And so if you could replicate that in a way where you spend an episode with a certain case and a certain villain and you get some of these lesser known people, uh, I think that would work. I would agree with that. I'd be all for a Batman series if it was the Mad Hatter and the ventriloquist. Yeah. And even because it hasn't been done really very well since our Arnold in a big setting. They've done him on Gotham and other crap, but like a Mr. Freeze. Like I would like to see that in Yeah, get like some Hugo scale. Strange going, like this yeah. may... man, man Bat. I don't need a movie but with Man Bat, but it'd it's be cool on an bat. episode. This may be a bad idea, but couldn't you do something kinda of like what they did with the old Adam West ones where they had the Adam West show? And then you had Batman the movie with Adam West. Like what if you had a running, you had like seasons of the show with the lesser villains. And then you had one big event where you would have like a two hour movie that with that same Batman, with the same Batman with a bigger villain. And then it would intertwine with back into the show. And you, if the Marvel machine would have been bigger at the time and invested more in it, then agents of shield could have been that. If you had cameos, it it should have been Chris Helmsworth and those people. Then, you could have told not, smaller stories in between the two-year, three-year movies. Not even that, but um, I'm pretty sure I only watched probably half of its run. I watched it for a couple of years, but like Samuel L. Jackson cameoed like once or twice as Nick Fury, but like you don't, and like maybe Colby Smulders was on as like Maria Hill one or once or twice, but you don't need Captain America or anything like they, like they that show didn't even have like Hawkeye or like Scarlett Johansson make like one appearance as like a shield agent like that that was marvel's big fault that they're probably trying to amend with the disney plus shows is their shows that were on network tv like agents of shield and then all their netflix shows were totally kept separate from the main movie timeline which made absolutely no sense to me at the time i think it still does the only thing i don't know did, why they did that the only thing they ever did was reference the shows once in endgame i think right with Jarvis, didn't they reference? Yeah, Jarvis appeared in the flashback, and it was the same actor from Agent Carter. And that the, that was the it, only that was the only time the ever... movies referenced the shows. The shows referenced the movies all the time, but it was yeah. the only time the movies referenced the shows, which I thought was just stupid. Like, why even make them if they're not all connected? It was a, it was kind of a waste. I agree. Uh, can I ask a dumb question? I'm going to ask it anyways. So, um, they had a really good cartoon Justice League, didn't they? Yes. When we were growing up, I'm Network, like, yeah. I feel like I remember watching that and being like, "Gosh, there are so many cool fucking people outside of those 
main mm-hmm. ones. I'm like, this is so weird and cool. I don't even know these ones. Like, have they ever done anything with Justice League? Like, I feel like there's so many characters there, aren't they? Or am I just making that up? Are you talking about like the movies or the sh- or the show? Like, the has-, show. has there ever been a show that was like made from that? I'm assuming not. Do you mean like a live action kind of thing? Yeah. No. Yeah. The, um, the closest they came to was the uh, like, like C- the CW sh- shows had like a semi Justice League, but not really. Mm. And Titans, yeah, I guess. Although uh, DC did kind of already breach the whole movies and shows thing because they did that Crisis and in Infinite Earths and Ezra Miller's Flash was mm. in it. Yeah, they've which kind is of already they kind of beat Marvel to the punch I'm, with that already. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of downtrodden with the CW shows now. It kind of sucks. I downtrodden. Like, well, cause no, cause <laughs> a year a year ago you had the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover you had green arrow flash supergirl and superman and you brought all back these... smallville superman and, yeah it, uh... there were cameos from all these other people from different shows and movies and stuff Tobey Maguire. and then arrow <laughs> ended i knew i the spoilers were all over the internet fucking love arrow <laughs> i i unashamedly loved arrow too and it's i'm so bad but good I, i'm so i'm so sad that it ended and it could have been way better than it ended up being it wasn't a perfect show at all but that show ended and then like supergirl was ending which supergirl was okay and the mm, flash has I been like bad for a while how do you say it? i heard that guy's a dick who the guy flash. that plays uh flash grant gustin yep i heard that guy's a dick really yeah first i've heard of it i've heard about uh, I've heard that about Ezra Miller, but I heard I'll flash you. Oh wow! Anyways, uh, the only thing with the CW shows is that like they do have a little bit of that CW cheese. A little on, bit. On of, as, yeah, you see any of shows? They've got more than the CW cheese. <laughs> There's Genius. actually a clip on Twitter of the actors doing like, like they were acting without the visual effects for the Just... CW, and she's like, oh, those were hysterical. Like, Go through this. And I'm like, how do these people? It was like me as a kid playing on the trampoline. I was like, oh, boy. which yeah. I follow a ton of these movie Instagram accounts, like behind the scenes things and just a whole bunch of movie things. But a lot of times they'll post these like before and after CGI. And some of them I look at, I'm like, how did you get through acting looking like that? <laughs> well, it's like, like the Marvel. Even if you see like, if you see, like one James Rowan walking around with the big Thanos head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And like, if you're like, there's a there's a Ruffalo, scene where literally Hulk. six of your characters are wearing pajamas. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? I have no idea. Or a lot of ones that that really trip me up are when the entire background is just green screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen the behind the scenes stuff of the Mandalorian, where they're like filming in that like dome or? That, well, they don't use like green screens. Ca- they're actually they're encased. Sp- yeah, but it's have like encased in like a, th- a three sixty like. Yeah. They don't like use green screens for that movie. They go back to it's like well, I guess it's a kind of old school with new technology where the like the, back, the backgrounds are actually like as an actor you could actually see the background. That yeah. would really immerse me into it. I think that that would only help. But you, I, when you watch a show, like I've watched clips and I've seen like bits and pieces of episodes, you can't tell the difference between that and a regular green screen. They look exactly the same to me. 
Um, but that's pretty neat. Anyways, um, for shows, have any of you watched Doom Patrol yet? I have not. Everybody is telling me I need to watch it because evidently it's like the it's best DC show. Yeah, and I'm wondering if that I want to watch it, but that I wonder if that would be more of an example of the kind of shows you would get with like a newer DC thing where it's not quite CW, it's maybe a little more um well, it'd be awesome if if Warner leaned into the HBO Max um outlet and gave me like a Green Arrow show. Well, they're clearly or leaning Black into Black Canary that. or like lesser known characters or characters that they're not going to get around to doing movies of. That I can have shows of. Have we talked since the big announcement that they're going to... I think we did, right? That they're going to include the entire 2021 slate on HBO Max? I don't think so, no. No. So, yeah. So, vaccine vaccine or not, they say that all of 2021's Warner Brothers movies will go on HBO Max. And that's literally including... Like even this, even including like Dune, which is, which would be huge. Um, isn't James Gunn's Suicide Squad part of that? James Gunn's Suicide Squad, Matrix Four, Mortal Kombat, um, Wonder Woman, obviously. Yeah, Wonder Woman. That but one you makes, can still go and see these in a movie theater, right? Like they. Yeah, but it could be a Friday night when I'm sitting on my couch and be like, I'm gonna make my free popcorn and drink a beer and watch it here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even I though I love, like the- I love theaters, but I mean, theaters. I'm starved too, but I mean, the convenience of it can't be denied. Hmm. Um, and I, I don't, don't know I, about th- a new movie. I couldn't do it with a new movie. The thing I don't know is how long, like, the window is for each movie when it releases. Like, I know it's like, obviously it's going to have the theatrical window. That's not going to change. But how long is the HBO Max window when it drops the same day as a theater? It's clearly not going to stay on there as long as a theatrical run. Is it like no? And I I forget the exact amount. It might have been closer to a month or so. It's actually um, a long time. Yeah, but it, it's, it's not going to be, be on there permanently. So that means be- that a movie could have a little bit of legs, maybe theatrically, even if it's on HBO Max. Either way, though, I saw there's a lot of drama now because this, some of the studios weren't approached ahead of time. Like Legendary was not. Noon, so now they're suing because usually, like the actors or whatever, and the directors will get a bonus based off of the box office. Well, if you're not really going to have much of a box office because you're putting it on streaming, then what you know, mm-hmm. your contract has that in there. I know that, and they negotiated that with Gal and them, and they came up with what the box office would most likely be. So they're assuming it would make a billion dollars, and their bonus is figured off of that. But they didn't have those discussions and negotiations with any other like movies or studios. I saw not only uh, Christopher Nolan, but also like James Gunn was really upset that they were never consulted. Thought it was a terrible idea. Yeah, well, I mean, because they put a lot of money and work into that, and now that's going to affect their bonus. And I mean, Nolan is a purist. He's a man after my own heart. So he's complaining. I don't think he really cares he's about a, the money, to be honest. He cares about the experience. He, Go ahead, Chris. I love Chris for Nolan as much as the next guy, but he's a crybaby in this situation. He bitched and well, moaned. Well, he's being about, painted that way by not, the media. How much he's actually bitching and moaning, I don't know. 
and I, I'm just saying off of what we of what we're privy to, is he he wouldn't push back Tenet. He wanted to put it out in theaters. It got out in theaters. It made way less than he wanted it to, and now he's crying about it. And it's just like I've been. I keep thinking of people in my own life or people I see online or whatever that are so burdened by COVID for like superfluous reasons. And it just pisses me off. It's like, I think that he's, I know that you put a lot of your work and a lot of money into this, Mm -hmm. but this is like your 10th or 11th movie out of however many movies you're going to make in your career. And I hope to God that this pandemic is over at some point, but like, this is the one exception to the rule for your filmography or for the DC universe or something or whatever, where like, if this is just how it is, this is how it is right now. And it's, it's hopefully going to get better, but complaining about it now isn't going to solve anything. I understand where his complaints are coming from, from a communication standpoint, like the moves are fine. The moves are warranted, but maybe have without consulting people. That is kind of, those people should have been consulted because it is, I, at least come to an understanding with them before you do it. If you put something in place, it's not a big deal. I just don't think that they covered all of their bases before they did it, which is a big deal because the big problem that exists is what happens if this vaccine comes out. Even if only 20% of the population takes it by you know the start of this summer, that's already a huge reduction in people that are going to get it. And then all of a sudden you're going to feel safer to go to movie theater. It's like it could be things could be a lot better by summer of 2021. And then you've cut this deal with all these, you know, movies. They're making way less money. You know what I mean? I think that's that's why if they would have negotiated ahead of time, you know. The one that will be interesting to see is going to be James Bond because People have been very upset, all of us included, in the fact that it's been delayed for an entire year. Um, but if if it's released, what, in April? Is that when yeah. it's due? If it's released in April and things are any better and people are starting to go out and that's like the first big blockbuster of this year, then they're going to be totally right in having made that move financially. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Warner Brothers scrambling, right? Because it'll be a PR nightmare. Because they've already they've already said, like they already said, this is what's happening. So, I mean, that's I, just, just, <clears throat> I respect that they're that they're saying, hey, we're losing money by by pushing things, and we already have the content. And people want to see it. Let's go ahead and put it out. It just the timing of it is difficult. If if this would have been the if they would have stated this maybe like six months ago, I would mm-hmm. be like, yeah. This needs well, to be the, done, but we're so. But my fear is that we're close to finding some kind of solution for people to go back out there. The the advantage for Warner that Bond has not had is that Bond has already had two runs of media trying to promote a release. That's true, and that's that's big money to do that. Movies like Mortal Kombat and, Matrix, they haven't had marketing budgets used yet. Right. So it's just. It's difficult for me to like cast blame on anyone because you there's three specific examples of how people have handled this during the pandemic and everyone's a loser. Christian Nolan said I'm not I'm not pushing it, I'm not putting it on streaming. 
and put it in theaters, and he lost money on it. Disney put Mulan on Disney Plus and charged $30 for it, and people bought it, but it fell short of expectations, and they've, they've been, in comparison to Warner Brothers now, they've been pretty much made fun of for taking advantage of people during the pandemic while they're trying to make money. And now you have Warner putting stuff on HBO Max and giving back to their fans and making it more accessible. And people are shitting all over them for not being on the theater side. So it's oh, like, I mean, from a fan side, I'm excited. But if I'm a theater or I'm a producer, I'm very upset. That's my, that's my, my thing, though, is in all three of those situations, you're going to piss off somebody. So it's like we're we're like wading through like uncharted territory. There's no good way to do this. And we're learning the different options that that these companies are trying to, you know, shuffle through and yeah. There like there's there's no room for judgment honestly. Like I don't judge Chris Nolan for trying to keep theaters alive. I don't judge Disney for trying to make money. Disney Plus, and I don't judge Warner Brothers for making stuff accessible. It's hard to do that. Yeah, I think the only thing that maybe they could have done to clean it up, and the only thing that I think is the cleanest they could have done, is maybe consulted everyone they could have ahead of time. And there's so many people, though. It is I mean, the, the directors. At, at least give them a memo. At least the directors, at least the, the producers. Know. I mean, if all you, the actors it, who are going to lose their bonuses. But if you, could, if, if you could make a decision on each individual movie, then you should have been able to reach out to the person involved with each of those movies. Clearly, there was a process to figure out Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. Yeah. But what happened? Yeah. That, I mean, I, maybe they had it in place. But I mean, the hard, I, I, mean, it's, it, I mean, it's kind of like sports with players. The worst thing in the world would be to find out through the media before right. someone reaches and out to you from a PR point of view, Gal and Patty Jenkins have been like promoting the movie saying, we're excited that you're finally going to see it. Because and now you, you have other movies where you have people like James Gunn saying, this is terrible for, for movies. We weren't yeah. consulted. If you were going to consult with Patty and then why wouldn't you have consulted with James? Exactly. I, I think what you could have done is maybe you didn't have to release the whole slate at once. I mean, you, I, I don't know why they're doing know. that. After pushing so many things back, they're now, like, after being wait and see for almost a year, they're now just like, we're not going to wait and see anymore. Just weird. And that, that's my only complaint. Like, I like the idea and I like the strategy, but I feel like maybe you you chunk it up a bit. Like, you say, okay, we're going to do this with Wonder Woman 1984. Let's do it with them with Suicide Squad. Like, we'll stick with this studio and these people i think it comes release down this chunk to, and then as things if they're not progressing then we'll do this chunk you know i, I think know. that it comes down to the subscriptions to hbo yeah. max versus disney plus i think that they're trying to gain more viewers they are um they definitely stole disney's thunder on this uh, Dis- disney's not disney's handling of milan is terrible i i saw that they actually somebody had put up today that likely disney's going to announce that they're going to keep black widow with its summer release and they're not going to like have it on streaming or anything but disney still has like tenfold the number of people that are subscribed to hbo max well because they actually it's the mandalorian makes a difference um 
you you can't honestly you um compare them with anyone you cannot discredit their back catalog you really can't yeah the the Disney animated classics, Pixar, all their shorts, all their live. Oh shit! I've watched movies. every Disney Channel original movie from when I was a kid. Yeah, all the, the Disney Channel cross like, Eddie's content. Million Dollar Cook Off. Like their pet catalog is better than pretty much everyone else is doing it right now. I mean, Judy Heavyweights is on there, which we adore. Best thing ever. Uh, and there was another one that we watched. There was like uh, Mary Kate and Ashley go to Paris or whatever, <laughs> something like that. Is there one where they go to like Europe Ashley. or something? Like, like they have, yeah, they've got so much nostalgia and other things on there, and not to mention you then have the Marvel shows coming up. So what else can you this, watch? If I can throw this out there real fast, this is a little bit old. This is from the beginning of October. This estimates that by the time HBO Max was released and went live, Disney Plus was already at 55 million subscribers. At the time of this article from October, HBO Max had 4.1 million. After about Jeez. a month. What? Their biggest problem, though, wasn't just that, though. Uh, they weren't accessible on all apps. Like, they weren't even no, on No, we Roku. couldn't get it because we had HBO through Prime. That's why we right. don't have it. They they launched without having full it's accessibility. It's still not on Roku. Yeah. It's, like, it's that's just a, now on Prime. Yeah. Right. That's a, so that's just a going back too. to why they make this decision to release their full slate, that's yeah. the whole point of it, is trying to not necessarily catch people. up to Disney+, Plus, but try to make it closer. Yeah, but I, which I I agree with. But my fear is that what if shit this summer takes a real turn for the better, which I hope it does for more than movies. But if that happens, then all of a sudden, <laughs> all the big movies for all the other studios are going to make the money they were supposed to, and then the Warner Brothers ones aren't. I, I don't know. That's the risk they're taking. It, it's a risky move, which is why I probably would have chunked it up more and reached out to people along the way. I mean, I respect them trying to give me... I, I respect them just dropping their balls on the table and being like, we're doing this, and here's all the content that we want. I respect it. But from like maybe a, a business and money-making perspective, I don't know if maybe they were a little too reactive. I don't know. I would have paid for the movies I want to see. That, that, that was my other thing, too. I think we had talked about it on a pod when the Mulan thing was first happening. Chris would tell you right now if somebody said, "Hey, for twenty five bucks, you can have you can watch No Time to Die and have it for the next twelve hours," would you do it? I told you that I told somebody is like, if I could have correspondence with Eon Productions that said, "I will pay twenty five dollars now, plus the cost of a movie ticket when you release it in theaters," I'll pay all of that up front if you just release the movie right now. Yeah, I would have. I would have done it because that's how badly I want to see it. I don't think I'm Mulan. Tired of waiting was, for it. I don't think Mulan was the best test for this. <laughs> I Not really at all. Don't. Another I mean, live action remake. Yeah, of yeah, especially Eddie after, especially or anyone after, singing. Fuck that. Yeah, especially after Lion King. There's no fucking Mushu. Who wants to see that? But like I mean, they did that so right fun. after the bomb of Lion King. What if they would have done that with Black Widow and said, "Hey, if you pay this amount." Like I would have seen Mulan. People, oh, hell I, yeah. I think you would have seen a little bit of a different response. Although my fear is that with them pushing yeah. and not doing that, I'm wondering the quality of Black Widow. Um, but it can't be worse than Mulan. Yeah, I, I Black Widow is just so backburnered in my brain now because it keeps getting pushed. I just don't care as much. Um, I didn't care. 
I mean, we were talking about that before. I didn't even care about Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Until, I mean, they finally announced that it's going to come out. So it's like, well, that's cool. I can watch it. But like, but see, that's where I they're just like, don't care about it anymore. That's where they're really being ballsy is that I'm not spending $27 to watch Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. That makes it better. <laughs> I just have, I just like, oh, one day, oh, it's on there. Which is awesome. It's awesome for me as a fan. It's awesome for me as, you know, someone who's subscribed to it. But I, that's where I, where I'm like, is that awesome for the people behind the movie though? They're millionaires know. though. Who cares? It's it's, Not all of it's them. reward. I think it's more important to them at this point to reward your consumer during a pandemic than it is to pay Gal Gadot's uh, bonus or whatever. Yeah, I won't argue. It with is. That. I just think from I I just think you got to be careful with your business relationships is my only concern. Um, because I mean that is the shitty part of all of it. But I I I will see what happens because the other thing that I've heard a lot of is that Warner Brothers said, "Hey, we're going to do this for a year," which when most people say that that is not uh, that's not the case. You're going to keep seeing it happen. It's going to be real interesting if things get more back to normal. You know, I I don't know what's I don't know what's gonna happen. I can tell you that someone like my wife does not need a movie theater at all. She'll watch shit at home. I hate it. That's not me, but I mean, every to each their own. She doesn't want to deal with a bunch of shitty people and going out in public and all that bullshit. I'm the same way. It takes a certain type of movie to get me to the theater. Yeah. I would go see James Bond in a theater before I'd watch it on my TV screen. But there are a lot of movies that I would just. Stream. I love I love going to the movies. It, it could be a bad one, a good one. I don't but, fucking care. See, I feel the there are movies. There are movies. Experience. Yeah, but there are movies I won't go to a theater for because I just I I want to see it, but I don't care that much. So right, I yeah, but I might turn it on my TV for my couch. But I'm the same way with sports. If I could have a a huge screen and some good sound and good food at home and a bunch of beer that I got for like twelve bucks, why would I go to a stadium and deal with the hassle? Right. That's Pay how I feel about theaters. Pay 12 bucks for one beer. Right. <laughs> and when the game is over, I'm already on my couch. I'm home. Yeah. I mean, what gets me is the exceptions. Um, but I, that, like, I go to the movies so often because we've been spoiled for the past few years. You know, with DC and Marvel, there's always something for me to go see. Um, but I, like, I'm not going to, like, movies like. I don't I mean, go to rom. I don't go see rom coms in theaters. Yeah, no. I'm trying to give an example, like some of the new stuff that's coming out. Um, horror movies. Horror movies, I will go see. I went and saw the new Halloween in theaters, but that's that's kind of the exception. But that, that was an anomaly for me <clears throat> for horror stuff. I yeah, did see that in theaters. But you mentioned it at the top of this podcast, the Peanut Butter Falcon. I would have never gone to see that in theaters. No, no, but it was great. Because One of my I, top three movies ever. I don't need the big screen for it to have an effect. I didn't go see Disaster Artist in theaters. I waited for it to come out, and I love the shit out of that movie, but I didn't need to go see it in the movies. But whenever event, the new Avengers movies comes out, I got to be there opening night to go see it. Um, same with like like Aquaman. I had to be in the theater for that. Mark see, I've always, oh even with movies I want to see, I'm happy to wait a week or two and let all the crazy people go first, and then I'm just going to sneak in there later. I don't have to be first in line. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there is there is something to 
The other thing that I've thought about too is maybe like going on streaming the same day as going in the movies will eliminate some of the fucks that you deal with. They bring their newborn baby <laughs> that are like pushing a stroller in the back of the theater during the movie so they can enjoy it. Like some of that shit will go away. You know what would be nice is if it makes them the movie theater the place for people that actually really give a damn about movies. That Not happened just... to me with the, the first new Star Wars. Um, what was the name of it? Force Awakens. Yeah. The Force Awakens. Sitting there as the, the big, you know, Star Wars things pops up and John Williams, the whole theme. As soon as that hits, baby crying. Oh my god! Well, I went to see the second time I saw Avengers Endgame. Uh, there was a bunch of teenagers behind me, and they were vaping. And every character that popped up on the screen, they were like, "Who's that?" And they're just fucking with each other the whole time. And I'm like, "Guys, I've invested ten years into this. I'm gonna need you to shut the hell up." <laughs> um, like if that shit, like kids like that that just want to like flick each other's beans and do hand jobs for the first time, like go, you can do that in your parents' basement when they go to bed. Like don't go to fucking Regal to do that. So if it eliminates some of that, I get it. I used to do that too. But if it eliminates some of that, I'll be I'll be perfectly happy. You used to give hand yeah. jobs in the and, theater, and, and maybe the other thing. <laughs> You, uh, you, you no, you would get him in a fast food parking lot before the movie. Uh, <laughs> but like the only, yeah. the, the only thing that also would be nice is if we illuminate. Like I, I don't a theater parking lot. I I, I realize a little like, more close to home. I realize and it wasn't like, a hand. Cap and Dale don't want me to give up our location. Fuck, I don't care. Like the green like movie theater. Like the only theater that I ever want to go to. Is Tinseltown really like I'm? I don't want to waste my time in a place that doesn't have recliners at this point. Um, so like maybe this will eliminate some of the. I know it's sad, but eliminate some of the smaller ones. Like I don't need the Dollar Theater. If if it if it's if it's been in theaters enough to be in the Dollar Theater. Well, now it's a dining theater, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, but like I mean, but like maybe I... we'll have less theaters, but the ones that we do have are nicer. And you've also filtered out the fucking assholes that don't want to go. I I ventured out to see Tenet, and I went with my fiance, and we we're the only two people in the whole theater. And then I went a second time with Chris, and we were two out of three people in the theater. Wow, it was nice. It was like see a private that. showing. See, I could get down now. Uh, on the contrary, though, opening night of Avengers with people cheering, I like. See, I yeah, people that clap like they're nah, in an airplane that. for the first time. I don't want nah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is nice to see things with people, like to get their reaction. Like I remember we saw Aquaman on like opening night, and like after mm. credits ended, and some black guy in the back is just like, "Oh yeah!" and the whole theater burst into laughter. Like there's moments that, like that that like I like. Um, but it's it's there. There are few and far between moments that you get a good crowd where you're like, that crowd was great. That was fun. It's kind of like a comedy show where you're like, you judge the crowd just as much as you judge the person, you know, telling the jokes. Wait, Do you know, I I had um one. I was so thankful. It was actually very impressive. It was the first um, Emily Blunt and John uh, Krasinski movie, Silent Place. Oh, Quiet Place. Thank you. The whole theater. The whole time, no one spoke, no one coughed, no one opened up a bag of like crinkly bullshit. I was, I've never task, been so impressed. I think it was Regal. Was I don't know. Kind of, was so that impressed. Kind of the, wasn't that kind of the gimmick behind that movie though? Is you like, had to. You kind of had to 
be like that to really enjoy oh, because it. Because you don't want to be the asshole. Yeah. I remember I remember watching that in my apartment. <laughs> people I, are I turned it all the way up. Know. I was like, man, this movie is quiet, like a dipshit. I turned it all the way up, and uh, Deborah's sleeping in the other room. And then a scene happened, and I'm like, fuck! And I had to quickly like turn <laughs> it down. And I was like, oh, this <laughs> is just a really like quiet movie. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes people don't get that where they'd be like doing yeah. some bullshit. Like I don't know. Yeah. Opening up their mounds. Mm. People eat mounds anymore. Mm. By the way, I have to show you guys this picture. Somebody, somebody put mounds this on social media. Joys. It says, I took a photo of the only other dude in the theater and forgot my flash was on. <laughs> in there looking like a fuck. He's <laughs> 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 staring at the camera. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so that's the stuff funny. I miss. <laughs> that is but, good. But uh, I, I I do I it sucks because like I'm a purist and I I I'm the kind of person that's pissed that blockbusters are gone. Like if I'm ever yeah. in Oregon, I'm going to go to the last blockbuster. Um, but I also There's still one left. There is one more left. Really? They have a Twitter. It's called the Last Blockbuster. You can get like a membership card. I thought about getting one. You know those like laminated cards. Oh my god! I didn't um, know that. Yeah, I I forget. There's a reason why they're open, and I think it's because. Um, they had disassociated with themselves with the actual blockbuster. They're like an independent one, and mm-hmm. so they're still they're still around. They won't close because, like, in spite of everyone. By the way, Blockbuster still has a website. Video stores right. and on-demand movies. I tell you what, there's a lot of movies that I saw because of Blockbuster or Hollywood okay, Video. So the last Blockbuster is in Oregon, and you can call it right now. Somebody, I remember somebody like a year ago had called. And asked about like Terminator Two, and they're like, "Ah, it's out right now. Once it's returned, whatever." And they're like, "Oh my god!" You know what? That'd my be heart. a great plot for a movie, like a Clerks kind of movie. The the last blockbuster. The last oh. blockbuster. Oh, be Hell yeah! That'd be a great plot for a movie. They're even surviving a pandemic right now. They're selling like T-shirts and memorabilia shit and making a ton of money off of it. I so really says, do want to know how Family Video is. Still. They're all pretty much gone right now, though. Every time, the, the every one time in North I Canton see is one, gone. it's closed. North Canton is now like a subway, and yeah. then they, they turned. They keep turning them into like fitness places. Mm. I thought they were going to save them for a minute. That they connected them with the pizza place, and I was like, "This is fucking mm-hmm. great! You can get a pizza at a movie." But um, yeah, but it was Marcos. I don't mind Marcos. It's cheap, and you get a lot of pizza. Their pepperoni is nice. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to fuck up pepperoni, man. <laughs> you like that curled meat, don't you? Hell uh, yeah, brother! Yeah. <laughs> I want them big old flamies. Uh Anyways, the last blockbuster is hey. in uh. Bend, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> they've been Bend, offering they, they've been offering sleepovers. Their middle name Airbnb. over. So they've been surviving. Um, by offering sleepovers through Airbnb and selling merchandise through their vendors. Uh, so there's sex traffickers. Oh, fuck. Who's I'd cleaning get, the sheets? I'd go sheets? get fucked in a blockbuster. Dude, I'd go get fucked in a blockbuster. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, give me Where a are we going to Oregon? You guys want to go to Oregon? <laughs> they have Hell VHS yeah. and DVDs there, too. Prices oh. remain the same. <laughs> New movies for four dollars for a three-day rental. Older movies oh. ninety-nine cents for a week-long rental. Oh. Late fees are still week. my heart. Late fees are still like. a thing. Um, could I get one rub and tug and two men and a baby? <laughs> two men and a baby. The greatest thing was they played three preview. men and a baby. They I'm really, not that a man. 
They would play scenes from each movie on the TV screen when you would walk around too. Mm-hmm. Ted Danson and and Tom Selleck and the Jewish actor. I want to find yeah. out why they're still open. There was a reason why. In spite of themselves, to be like, fuck you, we're not closing. Totally off topic. It. How are hot topics still around? Teenagers exist. I, funnily enough, I asked myself, where did all the hipsters go? Like, you haven't heard the term hipster in a while. People don't dress like hipsters unless they do and things have evolved. I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Also, who the fuck is keeping Waffle House and Pistons? I just hey, need to know. Hey, don't shit about Waffle House. Fucking Arbys. Who the fuck is eating at Arby's? Arby's? I had Arby's Nasty. recently. Arby's. Have you had a smokehouse sandwiches. brisket? In fact, I will tell you this, Judy. The very last time that I was in a movie theater, in what, like Arby's nine months ago, again? me and Chris went to Arby's and then went oh. to go see Sonic. It was a wonderful yourself. evening. Oh my god, we did, didn't yes, we? Yes, it was a Love wonderful yourself. evening. Yeah, come. Respect. You have no respect for yourself. Dude, we, uh, I used to go to Arby's with Mark and Chris all the time. I would get the two sandwiches and load up on the horsey sauce. And I sandwich. was in the car. Oh no, we would go to some. We would. That's yeah. true. Yeah. We went yeah, don't don't uh, see, don't try and make yourself not party to this. The difference <laughs> is I've I've experienced growth as a person and you have not. Uh <laughs> that's the best asset I have. <laughs> I still have all up. of my Dragon Ball Z action figures in the tin. Oh my god. Mark, I'm Do you really know what? Glad... I want to watch that from start to finish. Yes, Sorry. Chris, what were you gonna say? Are you talking about Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Okay. No, no, I'm talking about my say, balls. I was going to say, Mark, I'm glad that we did go and see Tenet in, in the theater, but the one ca- caveat of that is that I can't claim that the last movie I saw in the theater uh, pre-pandemic was Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, Sonic. I can. <laughs> it was Birds of Prey and then Sonic. That's, and that was those the were the only time. movies I saw well, this year until Tenet. Tenet oh, was gosh. the only one I've seen since. I don't remember the movie bef- that I saw before Tenet. I have no idea. I don't remember. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, didn't that one come out? Yeah, we went to that I didn't movie see it in theater. That was like that was one of the last like like when I think pre-pandemic, that especially makes me sad because we showed up to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood already kind of drunk and we were eating jello shots in the movie. <laughs> I think it was when right. you see the last 20 minutes of that movie, it is the best movie to be drunk for. <laughs> so Have you drunk. seen it, Mark? Nope. Hate Tarantino. What? Oh, oh, everything you just said hurts me so bad. Mm-hmm. Why don't you like... I? It's subjective. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to your opinion, but why don't you like Tarantino? Because I don't care for violence for violence's sake. Oh, I do. I love it. I love violence. Nah. There's only a couple of his movies that I really like. The rest of them are... I just have never been interested. You liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, it was good. I see the appeal. It's just not my thing. It the, the it's my favorite like like DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are magic together, and seeing DiCaprio be in spaghetti westerns is fucking amazing. I'm thinking of all the Operazione Dynamite. I'm thinking of the Italian posters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, go ahead, Mark. I was just gonna say I told you that I just watched Gangs of New York for the first time. Never last seen week. that. 
I've never seen it either. Have any of you seen Inglorious Bastards? Like that is no. like that is yeah. the best Tarantino movie to me. So good. You need to watch those. It'll My favorite I watched of his. Jackie Brown a while ago. I liked that one. Yeah. I need to watch that. My favorite of his is is still Reservoir Dogs. It's pretty Actually, good. It's a great that. movie. Pretty fucking good. Pretty, I try, pretty good. I try to good. watch Pulp Fiction. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> You know what? I heard that Jerry Seinfeld's been cast in Spider Man 3, too. They're going to bring him back. <laughs> if Larry David what was with all these the villains, huh? what's the deal with all these Spider Men? <laughs> Don't we have enough Spider Men? They're eating all of our soup. They're taking all of our coffee. They're all over New York. We can't Why get rid they of make, them. Why are they making <laughs> Superman? <laughs> Where is Man of Steel 2? I actually. I do want to start a full rewatch of Seinfeld from start to finish. I've never, I've never seen I've every never single watched episode. It. What? Like, yeah, all the way, all set? the way through, all oh. the way through. Okay, okay. Let me finish. I was about to say <laughs> that's a real problem. I mean, yeah. I do have secondhand embarrassment, which is why I never will start The Office ever. Um, so I feel I like Seinfeld is probably gonna, yeah. I watched. Like probably four or five years, of The Office live as it was on, and The Office liked, is... and liked it like when it was on, and then I kind of trailed off and stopped watching it. I can't get back into it. Like reruns of The Office, I can't do it. I just I don't know what it is. I can't. Not, Dude, not so a I, big assume, I never liked it. I assume that you watched Curb. Curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Me. A funny show. Yeah. That oh, one is man. very secondhand embarrassment. I don't think it, 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 it does get a little. So, I'm I'm Jewish and complaining a lot. Sometimes you're like, all right, I've I, I can I've I've watched enough of it. Um, like I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's that's enough complaining for one evening. Oh, it's but it's fantastic. My favorite is like him wearing a MAGA hat around like Los Angeles. It's like a newer <laughs> one, and it's fucking hilarious. It's 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 a good show. He kind of reminds me of my father-in-law. <laughs> Ooh. Larry kind of does. Yeah, he does. Um, just minus the Jewish part. <laughs> but it's a that's a really funny show. Oh look, I'm in uh, the climax of Spider-Man One. You're climaxing. Yeah, two Spider-Man One. On the screen. Dude, she had some titties in 2002. Is that oh when this came out? Was it 2002, 2003? I don't know. She looks better as a redhead. I don't, there's no other like other it's side false. girls in this. What? It's better as a blonde? Yeah. It's better as a blonde. This is the part where they're skating around the city and the girl's like, guy with uh what she's like, guy with eight legs. It's kinda hot. Like that goth girl. That's um Lucy Lawless. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. That's right. Xena. And as I'm watching this, this is the shit that you don't get in the Tom Holland ones. They're like going to New Yorkers guy and they're like a New Yorkers guy. He stinks and I don't like him. Like just they're yeah. just the, uh, kind of wacky the dude. Then there's the one lady singing the theme song from the cartoon. Yeah, no, the one guy is like, "Here comes a Spider-Man." <laughs> They're like talking like New Yorkers about Spider-Man. Like, did some, like this is Spider-Man. It's just a New York guy. There she is. It's kind of hot. Oh, then Makes they have the great. one. Then they have the one girl standing on the bridge, looking like she's doing a Liberty Mutual commercial. That's, that's she's like, he's got the tight movie. pants. What well, is to what, me whenever he's swinging, I climax every time. It's I was first, that's like the middle of the movie. It's his first swing. Oh, look at that. Oh, yes. Do you always climax early? <laughs> Premature. That's why I don't get to as much as I'd like. 
He prematurely shot his wad. <laughs> Nobody lasts as long as they claim. That's where pregnancy happens. Um, also, yeah, JJ Jameson's the best. <laughs> All that pre-pre. Um, we've gotten off topic. <laughs> Has there been a topic? There, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just friends catching up with friends, right? I'm sorry. I'm still on the Tobias reference. To... <laughs> Wait, we're shooting your wad too early. Yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid I prematurely shot my wad in what was supposed to be a dry run, so to speak. And I remember, like Michael's, like, "Do you so hear your?" I've got a mess. There's something of a mess on my hands. Yeah, and I've got somewhat of a mess on my hands. And Michael's like, "We should record you so you could hear yourself talk." There's got to be a better way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Who would like a banger on the mouth? I just watched that recently. Oh my god, it's still so fucking funny. I, my favorite is still him in the newest season where he's dressed up as his son, George Michael, with like the retainer and everything. <laughs> and he's a little sitting in his bed and Michael finds him. And he's like, what are you doing? And he goes, well, this is embarrassing. He's like, not only are you finding me in your son's pants, but you're figuring out how the sausage is made. <laughs> Michael's like, I honestly don't know how to digest any of what you just said. <laughs> just oh so God. fucking funny. Oh, that show... That show is like my fave. That show, I I still think that the mom should be cast as Isma in a live action Emperor's <laughs> group. I stand by that. Walter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've that been work, me, me and Fudge have been campaigning for that, where you actually keep <laughs> David Spade as an animated llama, and, and, and John you, Goodman. You keep John Goodman, just dress him up as Pacha. You and just Warburton. <laughs> And yeah, have, and you dress him up as it works. And then just, have, then just have Jessica Walters Isma. That would totally work. Yes, they've been missing the mark on a live action like Disney movie this entire time because I would see that yesterday. <laughs> I I tell people that that's my favorite Disney movie. Emperor's New Groove. Yes, it's so good. It's, it's so fucking good. I haven't seen it in such a long time. It's the only movie that David Spade isn't annoying in. It's well, what about Dickie Roberts? You loved Dickie Roberts as a child. Hey, that movie was knocking futz, dude. It was knocking futz. <laughs> I know you just said that that's your favorite Disney movie, but that would be a good uh, that would be a good just topic of conversation. Like, what's a good like underrated Disney oh, animated movie? My, one my, that people don't talk my about. My favorite animated Disney movie was Tangled for the longest time. That's and a pretty it, good movie. It got dethroned by Moana because Moana's fucking fantastic. Moana's pretty good too. Something about Mona. Dwayne with dreads. Oh, yeah. oh Mona. <laughs> Mona. Mona. <laughs> She's just a girl who loves her island. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> we lost Judy on that one. Yeah, it's got the flight of the Concords guy as the giant snail. Jesus Christ. Oh, I see. Yeah. Did you know that? Covenant um... bioluminescent algae. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Moana was renamed in Italy? Because... Yes, I did know this. Did you, do you know this fact? Wait, why? So they renamed it to like Oceania because one of like the most popular Italian porn stars was named Moana Pazzi. <laughs> and so they, they couldn't run with Moana. They couldn't make a children's movie called Moana in Italy. Challenge accepted. Oh my god. <laughs> That's hysterical. You know what we should do with I feel like we should do this again with all of us and we'll add fudge to it. But did any of you listen to we did an episode called Cartoon Thoughts? 
<laughs> I did. But it was like T H O T S. That's one of the few I actually listened to. Yeah. We should do cartoon oh thoughts God. too. Because I, I just so lust after many. cartoons. Because I remember at uh, one point I had said I, Stitch as a joke, and you were like, "No, Lilo's sister." Lilo's sister ass. is fucking thick, bro. <laughs> oh my god! And then Fudge uh, said he wanted Ariel after she lost her voice, so no one could hear her <laughs> scream. Can I? That's fucked up. That's messed up. Oh yeah. What? What were you gonna say? I just Googled some of the best international translations of movie titles. <laughs> and Airplane in Germany was the unbelievable trip in a wacky airplane. I don't like that. That's accurate. Sounds but it is, phenomenal. It, that, that just sounds like it, like it sounds like a synopsis of the movie. <laughs> uh, being John Malkovich in Japan was the whole of Malkovich. Like H O L E. Brought to you by xvideos.com. As, X- as, good as, as good as as it gets in China was Mr. Cat Poop. Wait, no, was it actually? <laughs> in Spain, the Dark Knight was Knights of the Night. God. Knights of the Night. They spelled night with a K both times. Knocked up in China was One Night Big Belly. <laughs> One night, you have Big Barry. Wait, hold on. In Argentina, Greece was rebranded as Vaseline. I don't think that's what they were going for. No, no, but it's way better that way. I'll stop with this one because there's too many other good ones. But in China, the sixth sense was called, he's a ghost. So they just spoiled the movie. With the title? <laughs> oh my gosh. Why isn't this talked about more? I feel like this should be discussed so much more. Oh Home, Alone. Home Alone in France was Mom, I missed the plane. <laughs> I was going to say so Hottie gets stranded alone when waiting for his stepsister. Oh my god, alright. <laughs> was she doing laundry? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's after he puts on the aftershave. Oh my god. <laughs> Where did he put it? No. no. By the way, I still have the unpopular opinion that I, I, I could do without Home Alone. I don't care. I'm sorry. It's okay. We need, we need to do that too. That's another good idea. Unpopular movie opinions. <laughs> oh yeah, Judy hates just friends. That's an unpopular opinion, right there. Fuck that. I just watched it. I'd watched it again, too. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies now. Wait. I'm sorry. I have one more, and it's only because we talked about the cat in the hat. Oh, please. In Croatia, it was called Cat, Don't Touch His Hat. (laughs) Those Croatians really loved that movie, huh? Dude, that movie, I'm telling you, on rewatch, every time Mike Myers makes a joke, he goes... Dude, and you're like, oh my gosh. It's like Dude. an Austin Powers cat in the hat Because at one point, the girl goes, how many shots? And he goes, how many shots? And it's like Austin Powers, like word for word, shot for Tyler, shot. Legit. Growing up, when I, when I first saw movies, I usually was very unapologetically just like in love with everything that came out. Like, obsessed with everything. I grew up with Same. Batman and Robin. Uh both Power Rangers movies, uh, The Phantom Menace, 
I gave Turbo of, the benefit of, of the doubt. A bunch of crap. The Cat in the Hat may be the first movie that when I saw it in theaters, I was like, fuck this movie. Like, I yeah. hated it instantly, and I've hated it ever since. I cannot. Yeah. I can, it's I, so bad. This, I don't know if I despise a movie more than that movie. The only from, thing. Like, from the first minute I saw it. Probably because you were a teenager. I don't even know where we are now or what's going on. Oh, we were talking about international titles, and somehow we had mentioned Cartoon Thoughts again, too. We should revisit that. I very much so want to revisit thotties. that. I've, I've got a lot of animated thoughties I've seen since quarantine. I don't know if it's the fact that I'm not seeing other human women besides my wife very often anymore. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> he's watching a lot of hentai, is what he's saying. Yeah, those... Dora, like, like every yeah, once we... in a while, you're like, you know, if Dora turns to the left a little more, I need <laughs> to a, get there. All right, that's a terrible all place right. to start. <laughs> Just get the backpack out of the shot. Well, I don't need to see that. I mean, I'm good. <laughs> Boots isn't watching, is he? <laughs> I was always attracted to Bulma, too. I don't know who wasn't. Oh my god, who was it, honestly? And the android with the blonde hair that did fuck a human, and I never understood how that happened. Not only a human, but it was Krillin, like, please. Didn't settled. they have a baby? Yeah. First of all, two, several things. She was way out of Krillin's league, for starters. Absolutely. Second of all, she was probably, what, like three feet taller than him? At least. So he must be packing schmeat. Krillin's clearly packing schmeat. Because otherwise, yeah, there's no way that she would reach any form of completion. And also, (laughs) form of completion. He's thought this through. That's a problem. How does Krillin's sperm enter a robotic egg? She was turned human. Was she, though? Is that what happened? When she was brought back to life after the Cell Games, she was made into a human being. Okay. Well, I. But then clearly... she never got a human name. She was still Android 18, which made no sense. So that's where I got confused as a child. As a child, these things were happening. So that's where I got confused. And also, after the Cell Games, my interest is kind of murky because at that point. That's, that's where the interest wanes. There weren't after, a lot of other asses after, to kick except for a big after, pink guy. Yeah, I've never been in the Majin Buu era. If you're easily offended, don't listen to my next episode that's going to be posted um, for the cat in the hat because I say a lot of unsavory things about a lot of people. Um, I was high as balls. You were high for that? Yeah, I was. All right, well, <laughs> what a great tease. Don't want. Uh, actually, I say the next episode. That's that one's coming up before this, so you would have already been scarred if you're still around. Wait, um, time out. So there's no warning. Yeah, no warning. <laughs> Just a kitty cat in the hat. I should Good put a Lord. disclaimer. I didn't know this was John Travolta's wife. Comma, <laughs> <laughs> who just recently died. Comma, she's still fine, though. <laughs> I mean, come on. Heath Ledger is a hottie. Anyways, um, I'm making this way worse. Uh, that was a bad sign-off. As, yeah, well, I'm still going. Where do you going. get one of those things? Talk about Brittany Murphy. Off the stage. <laughs> I was say, In Just Married, she's a fox. Uh, that one, yeah, that one bums me out. By the way, the chick from Riverdale looks like the reincarnation of Brittany Murphy. Has anybody seen her? They look exactly the same. No, I'm 30. I've not seen it. No. So I, yeah, I haven't seen any episodes <laughs> of Riverdale. Sorry. 
They're not good. It's really good angsty shows. Yeah. I mean, it's good fat material. Other than that, it's just a repetitive story. <laughs> Isn't, aren't they in high school? Yeah, it's based off the Archie comics. Yeah, you just dodged the question. Yeah. Teddy's into BDSM. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. What? Teddy's into BDSM. And with that... <laughs> it's got Kelly Ripa's hot husband in it. Um, George Stephanopoulos? Yeah. No joke, he is in it. I was like, who's that guy? Marcus Wales. Yeah, I'm Marcus Wales. That's what I meant. George <laughs> Stephanopoulos. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell it's late. Um, yeah, we'll get together again for more news, which we'll cover lightly like we did tonight. Um, <laughs> you saying news or nudes? Hey, you know. Oh, what? so many nudes. Whichever opportunity presents itself first. Send nudes. Whichever comes first. But we should do a we should do like a Christmas we should do a Christmas movie drinking and driving thing. Um, next, if you guys think of good ones, you let me know. <gasps> Can we do Snow Day? I do love Snow Day. I fucking love that movie. I watched that in a hotel for the first time. Whenever I thought like on demand, I was like, "Wait a minute, I can get an on demand movie that's in theaters at a hotel." And that's what you Wait, picked. What? Bye. Yeah, I, there was some hot po- chick to me in Snow Day at the time. I don't remember who it was. What was it Dakota Fanning as a sick girl? You <laughs> fucking freak! No, I didn't appreciate that till I was much older. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it so much worse. It does. <laughs> it does. This is why I have a podcast. So I get these thoughts out. So I know they're bad. I don't keep them in. Judy's so done. Look at her face. She's had I enough. Think I think we're all. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm gonna sign off now. I, you know what? It's been fun. I'm glad to have my four, three pounds back together with me. <laughs> I've had one beer. I don't know if it's like these oh, eardrops are somehow getting into my brain, but yeah, it's nice to have the three of you. Uh, with me digitally. Um, it'll be nice when we're uh, together again. We should do an OnlyFans together sometime. That might, that, that'll ramp Only it up toes. Before. We're going to do a yeah. Only no, we were talking about Only O's. It don't involve elbows, toes, mm-hmm. your nose. I want to see your fucking hobbit feet. Do their hair. Do you know how same. much money you could get from just like squishing your feet around in fucking jello and mayonnaise and shit? Come on. How much? Take one for the team. More than forty-five k. More money. than forty-five k a year because I. Yeah. I'm in. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get a game plan together. I'm ready. Work smarter, I'll lick, not harder. I'll lick toes. I'll fucking lick toes if it means that I don't have to go work my nine-to-five job. Hell yeah, bitch. Dude, I'll eat somebody's poop if it means I don't have to work my nine-to-five job. <laughs> 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 All right, but uh, it's brought to you by. All it's right. brought to you by uh, Trojan condoms. Pampers. Why go out in the pandemic? You could be at home having sex. <laughs> <laughs>